Time to talk football. Receiver Hezekiah Trotter, head football coach Matt Williamson. Up to the mic now. Griffins, uh, well, it was a terrific day offensively, a record day offensively. 579 yards of offense. Uh, of course, a great day for quarterback Anthony Vespo. Four touchdowns, school record, 443 yards. But, of course, uh, the Ichabods, they had a good day offensively themselves, over 500 yards. And end result is Washburn winning on their home field, 47-41. to 41. Ichabod scoring touchdowns on seven of nine uh, possessions. Coach, I'll start with you. Your team certainly fought to the end, uh, getting down there by 13 in the fourth quarter. You uh, score the touchdown, get the point after. You're two within six with a little bit of a little more than a minute left. Not a bad onside by Cody Watson. Got a bit of a bounce, and Trey Vobble dove for it, goes out of bounds. You get it back with three seconds, but tough for any team to go 90 yards in three seconds. Lots of good, but certainly lots to work on, I guess. Just what was the message to the team after that game? Certainly kind of a roller coaster ride. Yeah, we gave ourselves a shot to win there at the end, but he kind of put ourselves in the middle of the game, put ourselves in in that situation, you know. And um, it was uh, obviously we're going to fight our tails off to the end. Our, our, you've seen that already. It's yep. just what we are and who we are as a as a program. But uh, very disappointing. You know, we just came out, didn't play very well on defense, um, uh, made a lot of mistakes, gave up a lot of big plays, um, just typical stuff that we don't do um, that we hadn't really done in the previous games and. Uh, hats off to Washington. Our offense played really well and did some good things, but it was just it wasn't that we got beat. It was more of we beat ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go back and watch all the film, and uh, so that was something we're gonna make sure we we correct this week, and we got to be ready to go. But um, I was absolutely ecstatic on how effective we were as an offense. Um, the first three games, you know, they showed signs of uh, of success and a lot of really key players stepping up and doing things, but. They hadn't put it all together. I think they 100% put it all together um, last Saturday, and we were able to throw the ball. We were able to run, a, run the ball a little bit, you know, and that's what Washburn did. They tried to come in, and, you know, they saw, hey, well, no one's really stopped the run game yet, so that's what we're going to do. And they got they boxed it up pretty good and, and, and slowed our run game down. But when you do that, you kind of, as you can see, they left the, some passing lanes open, and we took advantage of it with this guy sitting right next to me, Hezzy, and, <laughs> And Cooper Burton, you know, and Trey James. And Vespo played very solid. One of yeah. the best games he's played since he's been here, for sure. Well, I was going to ask you about that. Uh, what, a, what a day for him. 31 of 43, the school record in yards, four touchdowns, a career high. It, it, two interceptions by broadcast. I didn't feel like it was so much bad throws as it was just good plays uh, by them. I mean, it was one of the first one was one-on-one coverage with Travion James, which is a matchup I think you like, in, again, whoever, no matter who you're playing. Then the other one, your guys are down a couple scores mid-fourth quarter. Trying to make something happen, he gets hit as he throws, and that's just kind of one of those things. And Washburn made a good uh, p- uh, play on that one as well. But uh, you also uh, said in, in a post game that you felt like maybe Anthony put maybe a little too much on his plate, put a little too much pressure on himself, just given the nature of that game, just p- cut punching and counter punching. But uh, yeah, he, he obviously responded uh, pretty well. Um, kind of said it already, but just uh, when you went back and watched it on film, just. Well, yeah, just a pretty legendary performance, really. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was it was great for to see him continue to grow, and he's you know like again we talk about every week that was his seventh college football game, you know, playing. Yeah. So it's going to only get get better. But he um, <clears throat> he struggled uh, right there, and he's the most competitive kid, you know, probably one of our top competitors on our football team. And um, he saw our defense; we weren't able to stop, you know, last two or three possessions, and. And he, he's like, man, I got to make something happen. So those throws usually probably they probably wouldn't even been made. Um, but he was trying to put it in there and force it. And obviously, you know, when you try to force stuff, a lot of 
things. Sometimes it works out, but a lot of times it doesn't. You know, yeah. so he probably regrets those a little bit. Um, but he was just trying to get us back in the game, and yeah. which he did. He saw they hit, a, you know, Trey on the big play at yep. the end, and gave us a shot to uh, do an onside kick, which we almost got too. So very proud of him as a whole. Yeah, Hezekiah. Has a keep wanting to say Hezekiah. Hezekiah Trotter, freshman receiver here as well. Five catches, 122 yards, and a touchdown from you. But your touchdown didn't come from Anthony Vespo. It came from former Benton quarterback and fellow receiver Cooper Burton. 36-yarder, you're wide open, gives your team the lead there in the uh, third quarter. I guess just take us through that play because it seemed to work for, for, to perfection. Was that, I mean, it looked like a flea flicker. Is that what it was when Vespo tossed it back to Burton there? Uh, it kind of was. I mean, you can call it a flea flicker if you really want to. Uh, <laughs> we kind of just been practicing all week. I mean, Coop, he's kind of like, I look up to him as like a big brother. So, mm-hmm. you know, he took me under his ring off rip. And it was just kind of, it's always exciting getting my first touchdown and then let alone having you know, someone that you look up to and, you know, a close friend of mine, you know, throw it yeah. to you. So it was really exciting to get back to that. So it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Cooper has become a, not only a vocal leader for this team, but he's led uh, with performance too, over 300 yards receiving on the year. He had three all-purpose touchdowns, two receiving and uh, one throwing to you. And then Travion James, another big day for him. 11 catches, 188 yards. That's second most uh, in school history in a single game. And then he had the uh, touchdown as well. C.J. Parks has also gotten involved on some receiving plays. Tyson Gray had a big day for his career. We'll talk about that in a second. But uh, uh, Hezekiah, just for this receiving group, how much confidence is this group playing with right now? I mean, a lot of you guys are young, maybe minus Cooper, who's had some experience, been here a while. But uh, just for these wideouts, uh, what's the confidence level like with you guys right now? Uh, to be honest, uh, this you know summer, we really just wanted to just put in as much work as possible. So when we go out there, uh, we kind of look at ourselves as uh, the the fire that kind of gets the team going. We know like the offense and the team as a whole just feed off our energy. So a lot of work this summer just been put in, and when we go out there, we know we have the most confidence and. I mean, really just starts to show, and personally, if you were to ask us in our room, uh, we go by ice, which means I-C-E, I catch everything, so, I mean, we live by that, and we personally feel like we're probably the best receiver core, you know, that's been around here in a while, and that's in the country, so we're just going to keep doing what we're doing best, and, you know, can't thank them boys enough to give me, giving myself the confidence and just the whole team confidence as a whole. Yeah, lots of years of eligibility left amongst this group as well. And we talk about uh, the tight end, uh, Tyson Gray, freshman out of Farmington. Six catches, 61 yards. So not only did Hezekiah get his first career touchdown, so did Tyson Gray there in the first half. Uh, Coach, how much growth have you seen from that young man and Tyson? And how much more involved can he be in this offense? Because obviously it, the ball was coming to him a lot on Saturday. Yeah, they they, uh, they gave us some opportunities there. And, we you know, as we studied the film and, checked, you know, looked into it and, that's what you know. You, you you take with offenses. You know, take what the defenses give you. And then, so he he had the opportunity to catch a lot of balls, and he's just grown. Uh, you know, just like all of our guys, a bunch. He's really grown a bunch in the run game. And obviously, you saw him catch a lot of balls. But um, I would say probably the most significant thing is watching him be able to uh, make the the key blocks and all the different things that we ask him to do because we ask a lot of those tight ends. Um, but yeah, he's. He's special. I mean, he's got great hands. He had that great one-handed catch. And, yeah, and that's uh, right. And when you when you have a tight end that that can be effective in the pass game, that makes it really really tough to defend defensively. If if you don't have a tight end that just kind of stays in there and blocks, and you're not really threatened by him at all, then it's uh, it's a lot easier to defend. 
Well, yeah, then uh, talking about this offense as a whole, Hezekiel, I'll turn back to you. Coach and I have talked about this a couple of times, but, you know, it's been made pretty public, you know, the youth of this group and stuff like that, and a lot of career firsts uh, this season already with probably more to come. Plus, you guys, you got guys like Jared Scott, Cam Grandy, Titus Young, all in the mend, all making their way back. Um, but just, yeah, for the guys that are in there right now, how exciting is it for you personally just to see – how big a strides this group has taken so early in the year, just knowing the youth, and when you just think about how much untapped potential there is, because I feel like this is a group that just continues to find itself and improve week in, week out. Uh, yeah, I mean, you said it best, like, we're young, but I feel like a lot of guys have the confidence, and, you know, we're kind of just ready to, like, lead and kind of take that step forward. Uh, no one's really scared to take that challenge and step up and, you know, kind of be that guy. So it's great that, you know, we are young, so we still have a lot to learn. Uh, but each week you can kind of see us just getting better and better. And so we just take everything, whether it's a good week for us or a bad week, and just always look for ways that we can improve as an offense, as a, as a group, receiver, O-line, running backs, and then as a team as a whole. Well, we talked about the good of Saturday. Uh, let's uh, flip to the other side there. Washburn uh, played their tails off as well, 532 yards uh, on their offensive side. They remain uh, turnover-free. Their quarterback, both quarterbacks just had a great day. It was almost like a quarterback's duel out there. Mitch Schurig, uh, 388 yards, five touchdowns, one of the more seasoned veterans in the MIAA in terms of quarterbacks. Uh, defensively, you guys got pressure on him at times. I think there was more pressure there than there was in the Emporia game, but he uh, remained unsacked. Um as you go back and watch that film, Coach, what was it about their scheme that was so difficult to defend? I mean, they're throwing it at you. They're going over the top. They're taking shots on every drive. But just all in all, what, what made it so difficult just to go back out there and try and stop them? Um, there was a couple of scheme things that they did that were, um, that were tough to defend. Uh, you know, they had a, a very large receiver that was fairly fast. They snuck him in at tight end spots a couple of times and then got him outmatched with the linebackers yeah. a little bit. There was one on that. And then the most disappointing thing is you watch the film. I mean, we pretty much gave him three touchdowns. It was eyes and technique, 100%. They had a slant go. They had an out and up. And they had just a vertical that um, normal, easy, just line up. If you do your assignment, you do exactly what you're coached to do. Those three wouldn't have ever happen. And yeah. we got kind of a little uh, – little gutsy trying to take some chances and do some different things got our eyes in the wrong place and you get your eyes in the wrong place and try to do too much um you know bad things are going to happen and those are three to t those 21 points right there just alone of just very basic simple stuff if we'd have been where we we're supposed to and line up and kept our eyes where they're supposed to the the ball wouldn't even been thrown there um so it was a uh, very very frustrating on the side no coach Richter and his staff are working on it and uh, and spent a lot of time you know obviously on Sunday and mm -hmm. obviously we're preparing now for Northwest but um we got it fixed. We made corrections in the film room, and we'll make sure that it doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, you had that one uh, post where the defender basically fell down, which you, yeah, that does happen from time to time. But yeah, sometimes you see that happen, and you're just like, oh, no, and it's uh, obviously nothing you can do at that point. And then, yeah, they had that string of 20 unanswered points there in the second half to grab that two-touchdown lead. Going back to pass rush, your, your defense has gotten two sacks through four games, but no solo sacks as of now. Um, again, I, th I feel like it was a little better uh, this past week compared to the Emporia game, but I guess and it's one of those things, again, where you can't just flip a switch and boom, it's fixed. How do, I guess how do you go about getting uh, more pass rush and getting more pressure on QBs? Well, we've got some really <clears throat> some really talented defensive linemen. We've really actually, with you look at our defensive end production, um, on what they do during the games, they're making the quarterbacks step up yeah. tremendously. Um, and I know the quarterbacks don't feel good. The problem is we're not pushing the interior pocket with the defensive tackles enough. 
Um, and that's something that we've been working on, we've been talking about and doing some different things with um, with that. And we've got some talented players in there, but we're just not – we're getting locked up in there. We're not – we're creating a pocket and for the quarterback to step up, and he's not getting anything in his face at all. He's just feeling it from the back and from the side a little bit. And as he steps forward, he's, he's feeling more comfortable. And if they feel comfortable there, they keep their eyes downfield. All you do is get a little pressure, a little movement on that interior part, and half of those throws probably don't happen in the game last week. You know, yeah. and um, so we've addressed that. It's something that we're working on right now, and uh, we'll make sure that we continue to get get better with that. But um, and we're we're going to look at it, some other things too. We haven't been pressured. I mean, Coach Richter is you know try to line up and play uh, base fundamental um, things and kind of try to keep everything in front and side and. Um, that uh, obviously didn't happen last week, but um, we don't, you know, we don't blitz a whole bunch. We blitz a little bit here and there, just mm-hmm. you know, occasionally and stuff. So we're looking into some new things, different things to uh, to create a little bit more of a pocket push um, in the interior part. And then special teams, I know you were frustrated with that. Uh, penalties weren't so bad in the first half. Kind of started to pile up there in the second. Ten penalties for 85 yards. I counted. I could be. It was either six or seven of those penalties came on special teams. Kick return, they covered it well. Uh, Trey Vavo, I, I, you kind of see after a couple, he got up, was frustrated, spiked the ball at one point in time. Uh, obviously, we know the explosive player he can be. Uh, I guess for Trey, uh, there were some where they, they kind of pinned him deep, pinned him at the 10-yard line at times. Uh, how does he bounce back uh, mentally, and how does he kind of get back to being uh, that explosive player that uh, we know he can be? Uh, he'll be, you know, he'll be fine. I mean, he yeah. just, you know, you, you come out your freshman year and you, you're on All-American, mm-hmm. and no one knows about you, and now everybody knows about them, so they're 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 covering different, they're doing yeah. things different um, to challenge them. But the, a lot of those penalties, we had some guys uh, making some poor decisions. You know, obviously we we teach the block with our hands, but you get those hands outside. We had some, you know, th- I think three holding penalties um, on the ground force, and then. Um, and then, you know, you have a couple opportunities where there, there's a couple guys that made mistakes um, on who to block. And if mm. you don't block someone, you count the wrong guy on kickoff return, that means there's a, a guy running scot-free right down, which no one's going to have success when you do that. And we had that a couple times, which was very disappointing. So those things have been corrected, and um, we'll be good. But he, he'll be fine. We just got to um, – and the thing that – you know that that stinks right now is that he's he's been very effective on the punt you know oh, yeah. punt return but uh there's not really anybody really truly punting anymore but he's doing the rugby stuff and they're kind of kicking away and there's not a lot of good punters in the league so a lot of the the kick return when you look at the punt situation punt return stuff i mean a lot of the average is like between 35 and you know 35 and 39 which that's the average which means if you're getting a kick about 35 yards it's almost impossible to return um it's it's really really tough um especially if there's decent hang time behind it so he hasn't been uh had those opportunities yet but hopefully you know we'll see what happens in the in the future you know just teams we face don't have the you know the, the punters that that can do that give us that opportunity and that was just a game where there just wasn't a lot of punts in general both exactly. teams are on the field and we're scoring points so there you go a few more minutes here with uh, coach matt williamson receiver hezekiah trotter missouri western football northwest missouri state i mean what more do you need to say uh they're good every single year uh same thing this year their defense outstanding 4.7 points per game through the first three games giving up less than 300 per contest they found a spark with their quarterback mike Hohensee, kind of thrown into that role with the injury to Braden Wright. Physical, well-coached, outstanding tradition there. Obviously, a big rivalry game for you guys. What stands out to you about them this year? Well, you know, obviously they're they're a talented team. Um, they uh, their defense is really solid this year, very solid. They got a little bit more speed than they usually do, and and they've been playing really well. 
um, and playing, you know, um, playing at a high level. We're going to have to come out and obviously uh, establish the run game, you know, um, initially. Um, and that's one of the things that, you know, just thinking about, you know, when, you, when we're lining up to play them, you know, if we become one-dimensional against them uh, where we're not able to run the ball, um, they've got a very good defensive line that, mm -hmm. that creates some pressure and, and some movement and stuff there. So um, if, if they can lock us into that, then then they will probably be in a situation um, where, you know, that's not the ideal situation that we want to be in. So uh, we've talked as a staff, and one of the big things is we're going to make sure that our run game is, is on point. And as you can see, is if we have success in the, in the run game and continue to push through that, what happens is it opens up the back end a little bit um, from that end too. So we'll um, we'll work on it really hard this week to make sure that we're uh, that, that our kids are uh, focused in on that. We're going to be a complete package. It's not going to be hey we're going to throw it every down. We're just going to run it every down. Um, we want to have the the opportunity to do both. And if you can against a team like this, then we'll definitely have success for sure. And Hezekiah, I'll end it with you. This is the first time you get to play him. Uh, obviously, this is one that's of high local interest. People circle it. For a team, every single game is important, especially when it's all conference games. But just uh, for you guys as players, you know, obviously, you know, the implications of this game, you know, are obvious. But how do you kind of drown out the noise and distractions and just go about your business like you normally would? Uh, just like kind of like how you said it earlier before, like it's just another game for us. You know, mm -hmm. we come in every week, you know, wanting to win no matter who it is against. I mean, yeah, it might be a little bit more added, you know, spice on it this week just because it is Northwest. But, I mean, we're looking at this as if it's a very winnable game. It doesn't matter who has to come in and play us. They have to come in and give us their best effort, and that's how we're expecting it. But uh, I'm excited to finally get to play in an atmosphere like that against such a rival here, so I'm excited for that, and I know the team's going to be ready to go this week, and we're ready to move forward and bounce back. Pre-game at 5, kickoff at noon, on the or kickoff at 6, rather, on the Griffin Sports Network on Saturday night, KFEQ, 680 AM, 95.3 FM, Northwest, and Missouri Western should be a packed house, under the light should be a fantastic night for football at the spread, as Missouri Western looks to stay unbeaten at home uh, this year, and looks to beat Northwest on the gridiron for the first time since 2012. I'm excited to watch this rivalry for the first time, I've heard a ton about it, and it should be a great game. That's uh, Missouri Western head coach Matt Williamson and receiver Hezekiah Trotter. Big week offensively for the Griffins. They fall 47-41 to Washburn. Look to bounce back against the Bearcats this Saturday. Gentlemen, thanks so much for the time. We'll see you down the road. Good luck this week. Thank you. Go Thank Griffins. You.